Act Four of Cupid's Whirligig by Edward Sharpham. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Actus Corti, Cena Prima. Enter Knight and Slack. Why had I not a good leg? Did I not always wear clean lining? Was not my hand washed, my beard combed, my cloak brushed, and my shoes blacked every morning? True. Why, the more vile strumpet she to cuckold you. But how dost know she is with child? Know it? Why, she's daily troubled with water pangs and quakings over her stomach. Indeed, I must needs say that's a great proof she hath filled her belly with something that stood against her stomach but dost not think tis my child yours why how can't be yours are you not circumcised to the quick yes and the remembrance of it galls me that's a sign ye are too patient and like an ass endure all without resistance ha 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 but why do you laugh, sir? To think who the child will be like. Why, you? Who should it be like else? Why, tis none of mine, man. Why, the more like you for that. Why, do you not know the philosophers hold the child is always like the party which the mother thinks of from the conception? Now she thought most of you, for fear you should have come the wiles, and that's the reason so many gentlemen's sons are like your citizens and calls them fathers too for otherwise how could it be that a young cockney being left forty or fifty thousand pounds spends all within so many months but that some young gallant begat him for you know the proverb be cat will after kind no had the old citizen begotten him he would have bit a figum too to have made just weight and have had a pot with a false bottom rather than a sold too much measure he would have done all things within measure as your old citizen did not a spend all beyond measure as your young gallants do but were not i best go home and use her well till the child be born to see if it be like me that i may be sure tis none of mine oh no that were base and as deceitful as the colic when it breaks out in wind which levels at a man's heel and it strikes him in the nose therefore never make a show of one thing and do another but put her away rid your hands of her and there's an end i think who's the father of the bastard why who's the father of a punk's child is not filius populi she may have two fathers for anything we know well slack i do very much mistrust wages too for he is grown very familiar of late true sir and takes her part too and ye mark him i mark him no slack no pray heaven ye mark not me but i'll instantly sue out a divorce hap what hap shall but ill's his hap whose wife lies down to all. Exit night. 
enter wages of all honest animals your cuckold is the best for he is sure a gentleman and known by his crest of all occupations that ever man professed in my opinion still doth hold the cut-purse is the best and why the cut-purse because he will trust no man for as soon as he hath done his work he is sure to have his money in his hand nay then a lawyer is the better trade for that for he is sure of his money before he doth his work but i pray thee what's the news abroad now why they say the world is like a bias bowl and it runs all on the rich men's sides others say tis like a tennis ball and fortune keeps such a racket with it as it tosses it into time's hazard and that devours all and for my part they say twill shortly run upon wheels with me for my master swears he will have me carted because he thinks i have lain with my lady nay then twill run upon wheels with thee indeed but peace fool peace when thou art once married that suspect will die peace fool peace sayest thou when i am married dost hear i tell thee there is no peace in marriage unless it be with a dumb woman no nor but little comfort neither no way why doth the ballad say then so sweet a thing is love that rules both heart and mind there is no comfort in the world to women that are blind kind man the ballad says mass i think ye be kind indeed yet blinds the better of the two i think for as thou sayest if she be dumb i'm sure she'll say nothing that shall offend her husband if blind she'll see nothing that shall offend her and where he nor she's offended there must needs be a peace but besides this is there no peace thinkst thou in the marriage of a wife yes by the man's side like a gentleman only by the father's side but twill ne'er be any perfect peace why why wilt thou marry then because i hope to have some good behaviour of my wife for the peace i never look for but soft ye fellow slack methinks your suit is like a hard-hearted landlord it begins to receive great rents ay who would my master had given me a suit of buff when he gave me this foe buff is naught man that hath been out of request ever since soldiers have been out of date and they poor men are now used like almanacs of the last year either clap up behind the door or thrust clean out of door but if thou wilt have a suit that shall last indeed lad get thee a suit of law oh i do not like such suits for commonly they that have many of them go almost naked for want of clothes yet i cannot deny but they are very lasting but they are subject to many discommodities so if there be any goodness in one of them your lawyers like moths each road holds to it but your country attorneys like lice never leave writing and wrangling till they have crept into it but when it hath been well worn and grown threadbare even like lice drop off and leave it 
what sayest thou by a suit at court then ay marry sir i like that well for commonly he that hath but one suit when he comes there hath two where he come away for if he sue by petition it lies so long in your courtier's pocket that it is another suit to get his petition back again there is none suddenly dispatched of his suit there but a tailor marry he stays not at all unless his suit be to have money for his suit and so he makes his suit two suits too ere he go <laughs> but, but come shall we go see what follows after our master's new divorce why is he divorced ay i think by this time for he swore he would be presently by my troth i am sorry for it for in my conscience it is without cause it grieves me to see him in these humours for i thank his worship he hath ever used me well i am bound to pray for his life and methinks that's a strange thing i see no reason for it that any serving man should pray for his master's life considering all that he have is in reversion of him but come let's follow him for if he miss us he'll fret like a grogram ay and fume like a stew-pot and let him fume or oh, would his gulf would burst with indignation then should his temper appropriate my bliss and i enjoy that saint incarnate but what shall i do since base nor noble shape can win a third i'll try and if that fail knight go to church and pray for vengeance wings brings on thy lethal day exeunt enter the old lord alone he that a long way voyage takes in hand fears dangerous gusts at sea and storms at land conquering cold that cripples cursed age and doubts lest every cloud should prove a storm and beat his wearied carcass to the earth but oh i would to god my longest journey unto death were to be ta'en for i do cast no doubts having lost all comforts my son i fear is dead the loss of him makes life to me but like a blister on my flesh which grieves me much and naught can ease unless it breaks oh whilst he lived his presence was a force unto my age and gave it such a lustre as did enrich my ring of life for life is but a ring beginning in our weakness going round till unto weakness we return again then to the ground the world itself is but a skilful game of chesses which being ended kings and queens bishops and knights into one bag are thrown at last so all of us both poor and rich shall in the end into the earth as into a bag be cast man's life is like unto a ship that crossed by tempests and by tides some thoughts of his like billows swell him up aloft another strikes him down 
thus man as on a sea is tossed in fairest weather fears a storm and in a storm the event but in the end he sinks when life is spent grief hath no bounds in tears it ebbs and flows till it have drowned life and ended woes exit enter lady nan and wages but wages is there no means thinkst thou to turn by it nor to force back his stream of wrath yes i'll warrant ye madam if you'll be ruled by me you shall see i'll make him seek to be friends with you and entreat me to speak for him too but then i would have you seem a little strange but you shall directly rail on him therefore i would have ye hide yourselves here behind the hangings for twill not be long ere he come this way and then you shall come forth and frame your behaviour according as our discourse shall require mass here we come let's stand close we will and heaven assist thy projects enter night now wages what news with you that which i think will help you from being divorced what's that why your lady is not with child is't possible why how should she unless some hobgoblin some incubus or spirit of the buttery should beget it why she since you were gelded never saw a man but through a window she hath never trod her foot awry for fear some ill construction should attend her steps which like a boundless ocean deep enraged would drown her reputation not with child sayest thou not of my word sir wages i would thou wouldst but do some charitable offices what make ye friends again true but you'll prove false and break that friendship never as i hope to be reconciled therefore tell me wilt thou do it hmm truly i would do my good will but i fear twill be but labour lost i pray thee do but try if faith thou shalt not lose thy pains oh lass sir you know i must feed on quails that was in my fury man but wilt thou not do it pray sir if you can get some other friend to speak in't do well thou wilt leave me now then alas sir what would you have me do by my troth sir i am ashamed to speak in't have ye not gelded and cut off all the content of marriage why they that have the full performance of it tis as much as they can do to please their wives and you that want all ability must not only please her now but make her amends for the wrong you have done her heretofore and how have i the face to promise that which i know you have no means to perform it alas man i'll do my good will do your good will and that's much worth sure 
yet since you have been my master the world shall not say but i'll do what i can i'll persuade what i may ye shall see there shall be no fault in me enter the lady and nan mass here she comes what will you do now oh i'll hide me here and so i shall hear all what she says oh this is excellent come 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 and stand close ye shall hear how i'll speak for ye and if ye hear your pardon granted come forth i warrant ye morrow madam morrow wages morrow mistress nan morrow wages the fox is caught his head is in the noose peace speak soft persuade persuade faith madam i have a suit unto you but i am half ashamed to speed in't slight the rogue says he is ashamed to speak for me hist wages hist wages madam your man would make an ill suitor that is ashamed to speak in a suit what the devil ail you what are you mad you'll be spied anon a pox on thee art not ashamed to tell her that thou art ashamed to speak for me hist hist wages i think the fool rides you what will you have dost hear wages speak for me and by this light i'll mend thy wages by how much forty shillings forty shillings three pound three pound give me your hand i'll do it but what's your suit wages that you would forgive your husband what and receive his love again you mean ay madam <laughs> mary that were a jest indeed being as he is now a woman would be loath to turn him amongst her ducks truly wages i am ashamed in your behalf that a man of your discretion would urge it therefore prithee speak no more on it i'll tell thee what i could find in my heart to speak for him myself but that tis such a jealous fool that if he catch but a flea in her bed he will be searching to see if it be a male or a female for fear he comes to cuckold him well wages well to tell thee truly i bear no malice and if i wist he would amend i should forgive and love him with my heart again enter night if faith i will wife why how now wages have you betrayed us ay madam but tis into the hands of those that love ye well wages well i did not think you would have used us thus is there honesty in this to set a man behind the hangings to eavesdrop our words be not angry sweet wife if faith it was my plot but you have been a heavy enemy of mine twas more for my credit than to have been your liked friend be friends with me good wife for here i do confess your jealousy sprung from your own unworthiness tis true then in hope you'll kinder prove i am content for this know a woman's heart will soon relent then come sweet wife let's in and wages thy pains deserves to be requited 
for separated hearts hast thou united exeunt omnes enter newcomb singing with a glass in his hand and making himself ready la 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 they marched out manly by three and by three and the foremost in bataille was mary hanbury will you hear of a spanish lady how she wooed an englishman hum 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 boy here sir is the tailor gone gone sir go fetch me my doublet there i go sir exit boy hum 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 by the greatest terror to gentility which indeed is creditors and sergeants this rogue tailor came upon me with such a bill as a man were better have ten constables and their watchers come upon him with their bills why good words or a dozen of ale will please them but nothing will stop this rogue's mouth but money and yet i faith i am greatly in his books for though i misuse him never so much yet the rogue durth not cross me enter boy let me see boy mass tis a pretty doublet the tailor sir entreats you to remember your day my day god light my day why what doth he take me for i think he takes you for a gentleman sir i think a gentleman and remember my day no i'll hold my life he takes me for some merchant or a citizen but i'll make him know my strength ere i leave him he shall find a second samson of me i can break my bonds boy i can i can but come sir will you try your doublet first oh i come come pluck but take heed of my ruff i pray thee this doublet is too little a pox in him not now he is on sir no when he is off i mean boy believe it sir but it becomes ye well though doth it indeed mass i think it do methinks i have a reasonable good leg in it so you have sir but your heel is a little too short yea why too short because your long heel sir doth always best become your great calf why my calf is not very great oh sir yes why a man shall not see a greater calf of your age for i think you are not above twenty not so much but come help off my doublet now i will sir come i'll see how to look here and go thou and watch the door that nobody come the whilst hum 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 if i had a band for it why that's about your neck sir but what if anybody should come the whilst why do not i keep the door mass that's true hum 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 oh tis master newcomb i know him a fine gentleman i faith i'll salute him by and by as i pass master newcomb i take it i cry ye heartily mercy good master newcomb i am glad to see you're in good health sir i shall entreat you to pardon me i protest i did not know you in that suit 
you have a very fair doublet on. The gods give you joy, sir. There's never a lord in the land. May be ashamed to wear it, sir. Rap, 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 rap. God's light! Carry away my doublet. Quickly, quickly, quickly! I warrant ye, sir. Enter a messenger. Enter a serving man. God's precious! My band! Oh, what shall I do now? By your leave, sir, my mistress, Mistress Peg, sent to see how your worship doth. I thank her very heartily. I pray commend me to her. I'll do your accommodations, sir, but I pray you be covered, sir. I pray you be covered. I thank ye heartily. Tis for mine ease. The weather is hot, hot, very hot. So it is indeed, sir. Well, sir, by your leave, sir, I'll be so bold, sir, as to carry your accommodations, sir. Do so, good friend. Farewell, farewell. Exit serving. What a beast was I to put off my band. Yet the grief the less because he came from Peg, which is a wench, I must confess, dotes on my exterior virtues. But I can by no means affect her, only because the poor wretch, in heat of her passion, shall not melt herself away in tears. She sometimes enforceth me to swear and protest. I affect her. Marry, always with mental reservations for my soul is health. For you know, sometimes it is policy. Courtiers and statesmen should use fallacy. Exit Newcomb. Enter the lady with a servant. Give charge unto the cookie make not too much haste with supper, for I hope your master will be here tonight. And look you keep fast the door. Let no man trouble me. I will, madam. <sighs> now thanks, gentle heavens. Oh, be you smiling still on my designs, and let your influence pour down good fortunes. And be not angry, nor no more malevolent, but make my husband's reconcilement irrevocable. Enter Captain Woodley and Serving Man. Sir, I shall be shent for letting of you in. Blood, I tell thee, I will speak with her. What? Wouldst thou bar my chance when my whole fortunes lie on ye cast? Oh, heaven, stars, fates! God smile not like summer on these wasps no longer, that daily bussing come to sting my honour. Save thee, sweet lady. I hear thy husband is from home, which makes me come to tender thee my person's love. Your parson's love, sir, is most commonly a benefice. Oh, that I should be troubled with this ass now. Do you hear, sir, if my husband should come and find you here, we were both undone. Your husband? Your husband is an ass by this light, and he should offer you but an ill look in my sight, to wear better in no eyes. But tis your own fault that would not e'er now accept of the love of a soldier, to have kept the slave in some awe. Oh, how reproachfully the captain swaggers! I'll away for fear he grow furious. Exit servant. But dost hear me, sweet lady? I have loved thee long, and must now enjoy thee. Fear nothing. This warlike sword of mine shall defend thine honour. This martial blade shall do it. Life it shall, if faith. 
my husband is come she looks to the door your husband ha where where tis not he but i'll try my captain's valour now oh sir my husband what shall i do now he had a pistol in his hand too he will kill us both a pistol cods my life what shall i do then i pray hide me somewhere oh no as you love me must enjoy me and will defend my honour draw forth this warlike sword this is the martial blade must do it therefore i beseech you good captain now or never god's precious woman he hath a pistol a sword no shield against a bullet oh no no tis but a sword now i think on it that's all one for love's sake hide me if you can why durst you not encounter with him sword to sword durst yes i durst and beat him too but for your reputation your honour it will call your name in question rap 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 oh tis no matter for that hark hark defend me but from his fury now and i care not for that death of man what should i do now why look ye lady in your defence i would beat him like a dog but he will have the law on me he will undo me with actions she looks at the door again believe me captain i have been mistaken all this while tis but a poignard that he hath in his hand soul of valour woman the most dangerous thing in the world he may either throw it or stab suddenly faith captain i know not where i should hide you why anywhere sweet lady and it be under your farthingale no no come stand here where where oh quickly pray quickly stand close take heed do not move till i call you i warrant ye well captain i hope i have cooled your courage for coming here again and now i'll see who is at the door she opens the door and enters master exhibition your fair lips fair lady oh yet more flesh flies what shall i do with them well i fear fortune hath dealt me a bad game by the shuffling of her cards thus that these two knaves should come together you have a pretty sweet dwelling here lady i will even presume here to uncase myself then i am sure we shall have music for they say every fool is a fiddle to the company he capers three or four times what have you never a pair of virginals in the house lady indeed that were good music for the merchant's daughter but tis not good for students of the inns of court have you ever a lute then neither indeed sir faith lady i remember the first time i saw you was in quadragesimo sexto of the queen in michaelmas term and as i think it was the morrow upon the mense michaelis or crestino anamarum i cannot well tell which but it was at the christening of justice warren's child 
and the second time i saw you was at our revels where it pleased your ladyship to grace me with a galliard and i shall never forget it for my velner pantables were stolen away the whilst i was beholding to you for so costly a galliard in troth not a whit lady for i must confess unto you that i have been miraculously taken with your beauty ever since primo of the king it may be you fear to entertain my love because there are a number of idle fellows of our society i must needs confess which are very scandalous to the reputation of ladies but those are but your punies lately come from the university such as take so much on them by the reading of aristotle's problems as they think they could teach their own fathers to make children but i am none of those i love you and if you doubt it be you but to the charge to sue out a dedimus prosentatomy and i'll presently make ye affidavit of my affection pray jovi do not conjure in welsh for i know not what he says or make me a lease but for term of life of your love and the remainder of your husband provided always if your husband alien or put away it may be lawful for me to enter but if i alien or put away your affection let it be then lawful for your foresaid husband again to receive and then to have hold manere and occupy in statu quo prius that is in the state before and i do not doubt but your grant in this case will be good for there is a case that proves this in quinto of richard the third a patron was seized of an Ottawasin in fee with two nuns appendant and thereto presented a parson with a proviso ye if the incumbent should alien grant demise let set or otherwise put away the premises or any part or parcel thereof that then it should be lawful for the patron or his assigns in and upon the whole to re-enter the incumbent aliened the patron entered the quarry was whether those two nuns were any part of the premises and by virtue of the proviso subject to ye re-entry and after long dispute it was agreed by all the court that the entry was good as well in the two nuns as the rest of the premises then much more in this case where we are both laymen sure this fellow thinks he has some right to me and he hopes to win me by law but what think ye if my husband should come and enter now upon us two in what case were you why well enough perchance he would complain of me to the bench and then i should be put out of commons that's the worst he could do and that's nothing for i was once put out of commons before for beating of the panyard man and in again within three days after enter a servant oh madam madam what will you do my master is come as i am a living man oh lass sir what shall i do with you why hide me somewhere cannot ye hide me here oh no 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 he doth use to search all the house still to see if he can find anybody here but i'll tell you what ye shall do draw out your rapier and go out against him and whatsoever question he ask you make him no answer but only say ye doubt not for all this but you shall meet him and be revenged well enough in another place and leave the rest to me i warrant ye exeunt exhibition and servant enter knight come out come out man 
slight woman your husband will see me this precious man that's all one come out come out draw your sword hold it in your hand make some show of resistance blood woman he hath a pistol he has none he has none by this hand i did but jest nor no other weapon nor no other weapon in faith why will you not believe me in faith he hath not <clears throat> well then well uh, nay i care not if he had enter knight and wages why how now wife what's the matter what stir have we here why husband did you not meet a man with a rapier drawn in his hand yes and here's another alas husband he would have killed this poor gentleman but that he came and ran in here for shelter and because i would not suffer him spoil him here in your house he is gone in such a rage as you never saw my faith and he swore indeed that he would be revenged in another place did he not wages he did indeed sir believe me and he might easily have slain you sir for he had a very long rapier true i know myself he had the better weapon or else i would never have stood so against him ay had i such a rapier i would have made him run like an irish lackey ay to have overtaken you well wife believe me i thank ye for this for i would not for the wealth of all this town he should a hurt him in my house well sir you shall sup with me and after supper i'll conduct you to your lodging myself but fear nothing i thank you sir exeunt knight lady captain end of act four <laughs>